This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. TJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller here on a Tuesday, filling in for Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. Who will be back tomorrow? We are on WatchStadium.com, so make sure you guys tune in there. Also on Twitch.tv, slash BetQL, YouTube, Odyssey Sports. Um, and then we're on the Sirius Channel as well, Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. We're following along Minnesota and Bowling Green, six minutes to go in the third quarter mark. And your Minnesota Golden Gophers, P.J. Fleck, wants to give them some kind of halftime speech because they are coming out and they're uh, they're playing some good football here in the second half. You love to see it, man. Is it better you just want to stop the count, right? You're like, let's just end it here, 16-10. Yeah. We're finally covering, especially when you bet a team like Minnesota who, you know, is not, you know, uh, you know, could easily shoot themselves in the foot. So I just hope they can punch this one in down the 20-yard line and extend this lead so, uh, you know, I don't have to sweat this one out at the end. They're just playing Big Ten West football right now. They're just running the ball and just telling Bowling Green, come stop it, and they're, they're not doing that right now. So Minnesota up by six. Clock continues to run. Total was 43 at the start of this game. Minnesota closed as a two-and-a-half point favorite so we'll see it'll get interesting and minnesota can only kick a field goal here you know make it 19 10 and then maybe bowling green could squeak in that back door we'll keep monitoring my boys well you know i do have bowling green mark so we'll see we'll see what happens tyler's gotta be greedy you got the under you don't have to be greedy hopefully hopefully we get that under we got raiders colts on sunday mark uh which actually turns out to be a pretty good game because of the Raiders big win against Kansas City they're not quite dead yet in the AFC wild card race Indianapolis is favored by three and uh you know Mark first before we break down this game Indianapolis favored by three in the total at 44 Antonio Pierce needs to get the head coaching job for the Raiders like we've seen the last couple of years the Raiders themselves screwed up not giving the job to Rich Bisaccia, right, after what he did. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Carolina last year with Steve Wilkes. What Antonio Pierce has done, how this team is playing for him, what he's done with the defense, they're winning games. Like, he needs to get this job for the Raiders. I think he ends up getting it. But, man, another win on Sunday would go a long, long way. I kind of like the Raiders in this spot. I got to tell you, I kind of like them plus three. I like the way they're battling right now. I think there's a lot of questions in Las Vegas with the Raiders. And, you know, I agree with you on the surface. I think Pierce has done a tremendous job, right? But where are they headed as an organization, right? Are they going to draft a quarterback or are they going to go with Aiden O'Connell? Do they really think Aiden O'Connell is the answer there? Because if they're going to draft a quarterback, 
you know, you have to get a legit offensive coordinator in there if you're going to draft a quarterback and develop him. Like, you can't let the hiring of Antonio Pierce really kind of impact, you know, the future of the franchise and where it's going. You have to have a good offensive mind in the building. And I think that that's the challenge with, you know, okay, you know, are you going to go in with Pierce, you know, long-term? Because are you going to be able to get that offensive line, the uh, offensive mind to be the offensive coordinator there? Typically, you get the offensive mind by making them the head coach, you know what I mean? And you take care of the quarterback that way. So I think that's a tough challenge. You know, as far as this game is concerned, Again, you know, another bad answer here, but I think the line's pretty good. Like, I'd want to see where the line goes. If we go over three, I'd probably play the Raiders. If we go under three, I'd probably play the Colts. You know, I think it's going to be that type of game. It's going to be close. That's how the Raiders like to play. The one issue I have with the Raiders is, is, you know, the defensive touchdowns mask the offensive issues with this team. Like, they don't score any points. They don't score any touchdowns. And, you know, so – uh, I have hard time backing teams like that, you know, in this spot. So uh, I want to see where this line goes. No bet for me right now, but I think there are a lot of interesting long-term questions about like where the Raiders go after this season. It's not available yet right now on BetMGM, but when the Colts team total over pops up, I would look to take that against Atlanta. They only mm-hmm. scored 10 points. That's just the third time this year where the Colts have failed to score 20 or more points. Like when we think of the elite offenses in the NFL, we certainly don't think of the Colts, but they have been really consistent this year, especially at home. They score just about 20 points in each and every game. And with this total being at 44, you know, it's probably their total's probably going to be like 23 and a half, 24, 24 and a half, somewhere mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. So I would take that over. Gardner Minshew is obviously much better indoors. He's better at home. So I, uh, I like that team total over for the Colts in this spot against that Raiders defense, who certainly is playing a lot better. But, I mean, it it just – I think the Colts will be able to score on them, especially coming off of that bad performance against Atlanta. 23-and-a-half is what we're seeing uh, if you shop around at some other spots. So that would be my favorite play again. I would lean to the Raiders plus three as well. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if the Raiders can win this game, you know, get to eight and eight. Steelers have a tough game at Seattle. The Bengals have a tough game at Kansas City. The Texans are going to have a tough divisional game against the Titans. So, you know, the Raiders, all of a sudden, after that win against the Chiefs, they they might not be dead here in the playoff hunt. Do you want them to be dead? Because I kind of do want them to be dead. Like, I don't want to see them in the playoffs against, like, Miami. You know? (laughs) Like, like, that's not what I want to see. As a... As a Ravens fan who might get the two seed, I don't want him dead because I would like to see the Raiders in the 2-7 <laughs> game, potentially. But no, as a fan, if I'm just watching it with no team in the fight, no, I, I would not I would not want to see the Raiders in there. Because, um, yeah, like you said, this team has some big decisions to make. They got to get the quarterback position right. You know, they're kind of doing themselves a disservice, Mark, because, you know, they're one of those teams like, yeah, I guess they could make the playoffs and that'd be great. They're not winning the Super Bowl. Like, they're not making a deep run. Right. And with all the cap trouble that they're in, with all the money that Mark Davis is paying to Gruden and that he's paying to McDaniels and, you know, he's tied to some of the guys on the team, like, you got to get a quarterback, man. O'Connell obviously isn't the long-term solution. Jimmy G was supposed to be, like, the holdover guy thinking that you were going to be terrible, and then you go get one of the young quarterbacks. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I I wonder if the Raiders – are going to be maybe one of those teams that 
give Chicago a call and see what they want to do, you know, and if they're ready to move on from mm -hmm. Justin Fields, if maybe he goes there, if maybe Kyler Murray is there. Because, you know, the Raiders are, are one of these teams that they do have some pieces, right? I mean, Josh Jacobs led the NFL in rushing last year. Devontae Adams is still a beast. Michael Mayer is a nice young tight end. Like, maybe you got to get another weapon or two, but there are some pieces there in place. I think Pierce is a, is a solid coach. Defense is playing well under him. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens to the Raiders. But uh, I, I certainly think they're alive to win this game. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good game. And, you know, it's like you said, Steichen against this defense, I, I think it's a pretty solid bet. Like you're betting on that team total over. I think that's really going to be where the game's won. You know, is he going to be able to, you know, methodically get down the field against these guys who don't really give you explosive plays? You know, it'll be interesting to see if Pittman's back. Um, you know, all those things we still have to find out. But I think at the key number of three, I don't think there's any reason to bet into this right now. Just kind of let it play out a little bit during the week. We get a little clearer picture on what's going on, and then we decide where we want to go. But if it gets to three and a half, you know, I would definitely be with you there in the Raiders. All right, what about this Rams and Giants game? The Rams are favored by six. The total is 42. This wasn't six and a half this morning. Now it's to six. I thought we'd get a seven before we get a six. So that tells me that some of the professionals are, are certainly going to be on the Giants. That's the way I was leaning. I wanted to get a seven with the Giants. Like, this is just the perfect spot to fade the Rams, right? They're playing good football. They're the trendy team that everybody wants to back. And MetLife, whether it's the Jets or it's the Giants, Mark, and we saw it with Green Bay on Monday night a couple weeks ago. It's just one of those places you saw with the Eagles early on in the season when they went there to play the Jets. Like, it's just one of those places, man, when you got a team that's rolling – like, you don't want to go there. You don't want to go to MetLife. There's yeah. something about it where the Jets and the Giants get you to play to their level. And I think the Giants found something with Tyrod last week. You know, the DeVito story was fun. It was great. But it was going to come to an end. I think it has. Tyrod's going to step in. I think the offense is going to be a little bit better. I just think this is going to be one of those games the Rams are really going to struggle. It's going to be ugly. Wouldn't hate a play on the Giants' money line either. Like, I certainly this could be think this could be one of those upsets of the week that people don't see coming. So I'll uh, I'll take the Giants here plus the six, and I'll take a little shot at that plus 200 money line as well. You're wild, PJ. I don't know about money line. Listen, I think this comes down to two things when I look at it. Like, you, you just feel dirty betting the Rams, right? Because they covered five straight games or everybody's – darling they're the team nobody wants to play now and it's you know low look at the Rams so you, you definitely don't want to get behind a team like that and buy them at the top of the market but on the other hand like you look at it on the field and you know the Giants are going to blitz you every play you know they're going to try and put pressure on you and historically Stafford's carved defenses up like that like you know what I mean like you can't beat him that way and they don't have the guys to play them any differently so um I I don't know I mean it's it I agree with you this spot screams you know giants because you know having offenses typically don't have a ton of success at MetLife for some reason that turf swallows points you know like uh, you know you just a lot of unders a lot of weird games but it's hard for me to like just use that as a reason to take the giants here I'm not a big Tyrod guy see better than Tommy DeVito sure right but that tells you nothing right you know what I mean like a lot of people are better than Tommy DeVito and you know I think you know, he's done great things. DeVito's done great things since he's been called on exceeded expectations, but we know what these guys are. They've been, you know, Taylor's been in the league long enough. So I, I just don't know. I mean, this is, I would probably lean towards laying it with the Rams if it gets to five and a half, just because 
I don't know how the Rams, uh, you know, don't score a ton here. Like the Giants defense, I don't think is equipped to handle the Rams offense. And if I'm going to lay points, if I'm going to lay this kind of number, that's the type of advantage that I want. Yeah, it's good. I just think it's going to be one of those trap games. I'm definitely playing some money line. I think this is one of those tough spots for the Rams. It's a tough <clears throat> It's a tough sandwich game for him, too, right? Like, even though it's a long week because he played the Saints on a Thursday, that was a huge game. Like, that was a huge game for the NFC wild card race. You have the Niners on deck in San Francisco to end the season. And, you know, they're probably going to be playing for the one seed. You're going to be probably be playing to make the playoffs. So I'm sure they're looking ahead to that a little bit. And this is one of those games where it's going to kind of be like that Buffalo game against the Chargers, where on paper it looks like the Rams might roll. But don't be surprised if you look up in the fourth quarter and the Giants are giving them a game or they're maybe winning and the Rams are going to come from behind and, and have to win. So we'll see what happens there. I'll give you the floor on Eagles and Cardinals, Mark. Philadelphia favored by 10.5. Total 47 and a half. What are you doing in uh, in Philly and Arizona? I think it's Eagles or nothing. So I think you saw the, the inkling, like the beginnings of them kind of figuring things out on offense against the Giants. And, and it was ugly and they made a lot of mistakes. But Arizona is a team that I think that they can, you know, really put it together and put up a big performance. I think they're getting this opponent just at the right time. Um, you know, they're going to have to stop the self-inflicted wounds, but – I just think Arizona's defense is stopping the Eagles' rushing attack. I think it gives the Eagles an opportunity to kind of build on that running game and really get their offense to where they need to in this spot. Um, I don't like the 10.5, so I'll sit and see where it goes. If it gets back down to 10, I'll play it. But um, I, I think the Eagles are probably the side here. I have a hard time backing the Cardinals. Yeah, I it's, it's a game I really don't like. I'm kind of leaning with Arizona, though, plus the 10.5. I just think that many mm-hmm. points with a capable quarterback and Kyler Murray against that Eagles secondary, like, I, I'm going to take the points. So I think the Eagles win the game, kind of like the over. Like, I, I think there could be some points, right? Yeah, I don't know how Arizona – I don't know how Arizona is going to stop Philly. Like, I think Philly – I think Philly gets in the 30s. Like, I think this could be like a 34-24 kind of game. You know, one of those. Mm-hmm. It's similar to the Giants. Like, I think th- that game we saw last night could be very similar to this kind of game on Sunday. So, I think the over could be a play. Obviously, whenever you're dealing with a game in Philadelphia, you know, in December, make sure it's not snowing. Make sure it's not raining. It's crazy cold. Because you do worry about that with Arizona, right? A dome, warm weather team. We saw mm-hmm. their offense wasn't great in Chicago. Like, you do worry about that. So as long as the weather is the weather is not crazy, like I think Arizona could put up some points. So I, I'm kind of talking myself in the over a little bit. I think over 47 and a half could be a I play. I like that the I think, most. Yeah, I, I think that could I be a play. I think that's probably Maybe. the way to look at it, you know? I mean, even because I do think the Eagles are going to score a ton. Like, I, I do think the offense no, is going to wake up here. And that's kind of my reasoning for laying the points. But, you know, and then, then you don't have to worry about the Eagles' defense. You know, you play the over and you don't have to worry about – you know, Patricia getting the job done there against Kyler Murray and those guys. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think it's a good spot, but to me it would be Eagles over. I mean, yeah, see, the rule of thumb normally, if you like a favorite and you like the over in the game, I think the team total with the favorite, like that's usually the way to go, right? Like mm-hmm. those two things are normally correlated, especially with a line like this. I mean, when you're laying double digits in the NFL, like if you like the favorite, and you like the over in the game, 
I mean, I think that's the theory that a lot of people were having with San Francisco and Baltimore last night. A lot of people like the Niners to go over their team total. They thought maybe the Niners would cover the number. Saw a lot of people that were taking that team total over 26 and a half. Didn't work out. But that's normally, you know, if you like the over, you like the favorite, taking the team total. So I think Eagles team total is a good look. But with you, I think that full game over 47 and a half could be a look as well. Big matchup in the NFC South this weekend with the Saints and the Bucks. We will talk about that game next. Also getting to some of the other games in week 17 of the NFL. P.J. Glasser, Mark Drumheller here on You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. 